Hi there, everyone. Adrienne Everhart, your feminine energy dating relationship and lifestyle coach. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing the number one request that was made recently in a YouTube survey where I asked all of my amazing followers on YouTube what they wanted me to talk about in my next podcast. And amazingly, the answer was, how do I stop talking so much? How do I stop talking so much in my relationship and with my guy? And I feel like I'm talking too much (laughs) in my relationship. And how do I quell this? Now, you might feel not like you're talking too much, that you talk just the right amount in your relationship with your partner or a date or with anyone. But I want to tell you something. Just today, I met a girl who had so much interest in gardening, just like I do. She and I had so many similar interests. The problem, she could not shut up. She could not shut up (laughs) and was talking my head off. And at first I was like, wow, this is a person, this is like a twin flame of mine. Like we can be best friends and garden together and I can't wait. Then I realized that While she could listen and be a good listener, she just rambled on forever. And I found what she was saying really valuable. And I will keep her as a friend. But I also found it exhausting. The introvert in me found it really tiring. And this is what a lot of men experience with the woman in their life. They love us. They think we're super interesting They care about us. They care about what we have to say. They just can't do this much conversation. Their brains are not equipped for the amount of conversation that we can do. So women, as you know, our brains are very different from a male brain, a masculine energy brain. And even though you have masculine and feminine energy within you, you have both of these energy sources Sometimes you're not even aware of it. You're not aware of how much you're speaking and how much you're dominating a conversation. Or you get like me, you get too aware of it. You want to be really conscious when you're with people and really structure what you're saying so much so that you actually end up not enjoying your time with that person because you're really worried about like, am I talking too much? Am I being interested enough? Am I laughing at their jokes enough? You know, you're doubting yourself. You've got that third eye on high alert where you're really analyzing and watching everything you do or say to make sure you do or say it the perfect way. Now, I think this has a lot to do with your upbringing. I was brought up with parents or particularly my dad that was very strict on us behaving and acting a certain way and really had to fly my plane in a straight line, never deviate to the left or the right. I use a airplane reference because that's actually what pilots have to do. They have to fly a plane in a particular straight line and usually this is already pre-programmed into the GPS of the plane, how the plane navigates. It's not something that the pilot has to fight with constantly. But if they did, they would be a nervous wreck. 
And that's what it's like when you're fighting and you're trying to stay in control of the conversation and you're not wanting to say the wrong thing or you're fearful of saying the wrong thing to your guy, but you want to be interesting and you want to keep <laughs> the conversation going. And so it's this weird place of control where you want to be in control and manage what you're doing and saying, but you're not relaxed. You're not having a good time. Do you also know that when you really relax and let go, you end up talking the guy's heads off? So how do we find this in-between place with speaking, talking, communicating, hearing one another, and get really relaxed with who we are in a conversation? So I'm going to share with you some tips in this podcast about how to relax, how to use your feminine energy to relax around conversation and learn how to really source what you want to say from your body instead of a place of intellectualizing what you should say and using psychology to help you understand (laughs) what you should say, you know, trying to figure out what to say. I want you to feel your way through on what to say. Now I'm going to give you some tips and tools to use and I want you to just experiment with them because everyone is so different. Everyone's so unique how they communicate in their relationship. A number one complaint, for example, that I receive with my program FEM Tools for Dating that stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. So FEM Tools for Dating is all about tapping into your body, discovering how you feel, dating from this place of feminine energy and receiving. But one of the things I get you to do in that program is lean back, not pursue the man. And so a lot of times women in my free group over on Facebook, I Heart Love Academy, they will message me and say, Adrian, my guy is saying, why don't you ever text me first? Why don't you message me? Why don't you reach out to me more? So I'm going to start off this podcast by sharing this. Whatever a man says to you, and whenever he has said it, whether it's, I've lost my job and we can't hang out as much, or he says, hey baby, what's up? And you don't like being called baby. Whatever he says, you always, always have the option to be warm. Now, warmth is something that is all wrapped up in feminine energy. It's an option that women get to explore no matter what is going on around them. They can be warm. They can be compassionate. They can be friendly and kind. That doesn't mean you get to steamroll over me. That doesn't mean I forget all of my boundaries. That doesn't mean the man gets away with treating me however he wants. You can be warm. You can be kind. You can be gentle with a person. This also doesn't mean you're confrontational or you're engaging. So I want you to think about what warmth means to you, what it means to be warm when someone responds to you. So that's your first tip here is the next few messages you get on your phone, the next few conversations you have with someone, whether they're checking you out at the grocery store or serving your coffee or cutting you off in traffic or you're answering your phone or you're at work or you're talking to your children or your pets. I want you to find what warmth sounds like from your body. 
Now, this is a first great tool to really speaking from your body, using that feminine energy felt sense to discover how you feel and speak from this place. Warmth is also a practice. It's something you really have to work at especially if your reflex is in masculine energy and when there's a problem and there's trouble, boom, your inner boy goes right into solving and fixing whatever's going on with a certain amount of aggression or intensity. Warmth is something different. Warmth is how someone treats you when you are least expecting it. So the second part of that is I want you to think about someone who's been warm with you. Someone who showed you compassion and kindness when you just least expected it. Out of nowhere, a stranger comes along and is just totally understanding what you're going through. And they say in a word or two, the right thing to you, lovingly, warmly. They love you. They appreciate your presence on this planet and they know exactly where you're at right now. I will tell you a quick story when I was much, much younger, I lived on my own. I did not have a lot of money. I was in a very big city and I worked at a supermarket and I was checking out uh, an older woman and I think she saw me kind of putting my hand to my stomach because it was that time of the month and I was having really, really bad cramps. And you guys, I was so poor I actually couldn't afford Advil. I couldn't afford uh, medication. Uh, She asked me, she said, oh, honey, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm just having really bad cramps. She reached in her purse and she took out two Tylenols for me. And I'll never forget that, how her kindness in that moment, one woman to another woman, just being warm. She could have not cared that I was having cramps. She could have never noticed what I was doing with my body language. But that's the amazing thing about warmth is you really put aside whatever else is going on and you're just warm to that person. So I want you to ask yourself, where in your life can you be warm and who has been warm with you before? Now that's just one example. I've had lots of experiences with people have been warm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. This is Adrienne Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. 
So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. And loving to me for no reason at all. So I want you to think about warmth, where you can apply it in your life, and who in the past has showed you warmth. So moving on to the next part, this is one of my favorite tips to share when we talk about talking too much and what am I saying and why am I saying it. This is where I want you to ask yourself a question and just really ask yourself, why am I about to say this? What am I hoping will happen when I say this? So this is where you take a moment before you speak and reflect on what's the desire behind these words I'm saying. What am I hoping my guy will do? How am I hoping he will respond? And also, what am I needing in this moment? So I find some moments where my husband is being a little quiet and I'll feel like I need to speak up and say something. I'll feel like I need to say something to level out the energy. This is the third tip is you might feel this instinct to speak up and say something. If you feel like, oh, I need to keep talking to keep this interesting, to keep this conversation going and to let him know that I have all these interesting, cool and neat facts I could be sharing right now. Not necessarily. This isn't about like hiding who you are and hiding what you can share, but it's more about why am I saying this? What am I hoping will happen by saying this? What's my purpose of saying this right now. So I want you to learn how to really connect to a place of I'm sharing because it's coming from my heart, my body, and my soul. And I'm not one-upping you. And I'm not trying to fill in all the empty space. Not trying to entertain you or keep the conversation going. It's really about having this self-awareness that you can really understand that you're speaking up because you have some sort of desire that's happening inside of you. I just want you to be aware of what that desire is. I want you to really evaluate and reflect on why am I saying this? What am I hoping to happen? And am I just speaking up right now to fill up empty space? So an interesting thing happens with a man. When you stop talking, he will start talking, but it takes a little while. (laughs) and I'll never forget a client of mine. She was going hiking with her partner, and I said, I really want you to practice silence, and she said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to actively practice this. I'm going to practice self-awareness, and so they started hiking, and the first couple of minutes, she said they felt, it felt like an hour Neither of them said anything. And she said she could sense from her partner that he was getting like frustrated or upset. And she just kept writing it out. And then finally her partner turned to her and said, hey, why are you not talking? Are you mad at me? And this is what I tell my clients. I'm like, men are way more insecure than we give them credit for. They really are insecure. And they'll think that if you're not talking, if you're not pursuing them, if you're not messaging them, it's because you don't like them. There's something wrong or different about them. But they'll come at you with this with this passive-aggressive anger. And just understand, this is the masculine energy way of processing this stuff, okay? <laughs> and you can kind of have a little giggle about it. 
But he, he came back and said, hey, are you know, you're so quiet. Are you mad at me? And she said, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm really enjoying this hike. I'm looking at all the flowers and the trees and just connecting to the path. She used a feeling statement where she talked about what her body was experiencing in that moment. And she asked him, she said, is there anything you want to talk about? And he said, no. So she continued to be quiet and just hike. And she made sure to not just hike and focus on like, oh, I got to be quiet. I got to let him talk. I got to lean back. I got to make sure he talks before me. She was really focusing on being in the moment. So this is where, this is a problem I have. Whereas I get, I get so focused on, am I laughing enough? Am I commenting enough? Am I, you know, making sure that they are talking enough and I'm staying on topic. And this is a problem I have is that I'm like too aware. I'm hyper aware to the point that I'm just a critic the whole entire time and I don't have fun. So I really learned to like, whenever I feel that way, it's time to drop back on my body and notice what I'm seeing, aware of my senses, what am I hearing? Place your hand to your heart, feel your heart beating, feel your feet on the ground. You are here right now. You're walking this path. A good way to do this is just feel where gravity feels the heaviest in your body. If you're sitting, you feel it on your bottom. If you're walking, kind of feel it on your feet. And then notice what you're sensing. What do you hear around you? And then take your hand, put it to your heart, or feel your stomach rising and falling as you breathe. And that'll really get you present in what you're experiencing right now. So as my client continued on her hike, after several minutes of silence and staying in the moment, her guy finally started to talk. And he talked 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 and he talked. And she just let him go. And several times she thought about interrupting him because he started to get angry. He started to accuse her of some things. He started to ruminate about some things that had been bothering him. Feminine energy is not linear. It's not A to B to C and this all makes sense. It's feeling, sensing. And when a man is opening up to you and he's talking and he's in that energy, he's going in and out of feminine and masculine energy. But that's okay. That's where you want him. You want him where he feels vulnerable enough that he can speak to you and tell you secrets and things that he otherwise wouldn't and that you can just listen. Because ladies, isn't that what we all want? We want to be able to talk to our man and just listen and be warm. He wants the same thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not here to be his therapist. You're not here to be his mom. But you can, as his partner, as his friend, you can listen and you can be warm. As they continued this hike, he kind of went through a series of different emotions and as they were finally making their way down to the mountain, back to the car, they got in the car. He was quiet for a little bit, but then he said, hey, you want to get something to eat? And they went out, they got food, they had a great time. 
They went home and made love that night. And she was still kind of in this place, this state of shock a little bit. And she wasn't speaking very much. It was just so new for her to experience a man just unzipping his heart and putting it all out there. And she was like, you know, I kind of thought during this hike he was going to break up with me. Because he was going back and forth with all these different things that we had gone through as a couple. But I just hung in there and I listened. I really, really listened and I didn't engage. And I encourage that when you're listening to a man, just look him in the eyes, nod and listen, nod and listen. In this moment, he wants to feel powerful. He wants to feel heard. And go ahead and give him that. This doesn't mean you let a man rage on you, yell at you, sit you down for hours and tell you all of these things that you've done wrong in your life and the relationship. It's not about that. That's where you need a boundary. But this is about like, I can. Hi, everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. I can hang in there with you. I can listen. Because we've all had moments where we need our partner to just hang in there with us and listen. So this next tip is about being inquisitive. Often women ask me, they say, well, can we ask questions? In our feminine energy, can we ask questions? Well, of course you can. Because in your body, you feel a little question mark pop up and you get inquisitive and you want to know. And make sure you're not asking questions to just keep that conversation going. Make sure you're truly inquisitive and you're asking one question and then leaning back and letting him answer it or not answer it. When you're connecting with a man and you're growing this connection, learning how to really listen to a person without jumping to what am I going to say next or, oh, as soon as you're done, I have to share this story that just popped in my head. It, it's, it's so much like what you're saying well, then we're not really listening. We're living in our own heads and already coming up with what we want to say. So when you ask questions and then you listen, you're just creating space for that person to share with you who they are and just stay in that moment with them. Now, this is something that I've noticed with people and I talked about the girl that I met who was really into gardening Sometimes when you ask a person a question, they will take the stage forever. And it's really disappointing because 
You want to hang in there. (laughs) You want to let them know you care and you can actively listen and respond. But it crosses a line where it starts to be uncomfortable and you look at your watch if you wore one and you start doing the body language of, okay, this is drawing to a close. You're kind of yawning, leaning back, stretching. So I want you to give yourself permission to get bored. If someone continues to dominate the conversation, they are either nervous and not self-aware, which happens a lot. The, uh, the friend I met today, I think she's just nervous and she feels like she has to talk constantly and fill the space. There can't be silence. If there's silence, it's awkward. And if it's awkward, it's because I'm awkward. So there can't be silence. I want you to be okay with that silence. But if you find someone who's really just dominating the whole conversation and going on and on and on and on, allow yourself to be bored. Allow yourself at some point to kind of scratch your head, turn away, look away, notice something else. You can yawn a little bit if you want to. Get bored. One of the best conversations you can have with a man is when he says, oh my goodness, I'm talking too much. Are you bored? And you can go, well, I mean a little. I've I really enjoyed the part where you talked about whatever it was. But yeah, I don't know. It's just good to connect to someone else and leave it at that and wait until he asks something about you. So we want to ask questions. You want to actively listen and you want to get bored, wrap it up if it goes on too long. You are not here to be someone's therapist. I think it is in Fem Tools for Dating that I talk about how I had that first phone conversation. I always encourage everyone when you're in dating, before you meet that person, have one quick phone call. <laughs> just one quick phone call. And I know there's a generation that feels you should just text before you meet someone. But save yourself a lot of time. Have a quick phone call. You're going to know in that phone call if I need to continue to learn from this person or not. So I had a quick phone call with a gentleman one night who basically I was his therapist and I could not get a word in edgewise. And it was one of the worst ways to spend an evening in my life. And I looked at my phone and my phone said like 49 minutes this guy had been talking and telling me all of these terrible relationship stories. And I mean, stories that I am never going to forget. The things that this guy was dumping on me. And that's what it felt like. Like He was just dumping his life story on me. I was not going to be interested in dating this man for another dose of that. But you see what I'm saying? You have to learn how to have a boundary with a person. Act bored. I finally had to say to this man, I feel really uncomfortable hearing all of this about your ex-wife. One part of me is curious, but another part of me feels terrible hearing about it. I'd like to talk about something else. So at that moment, he got a little defensive. And then he continued to talk about how he just sometimes talks too much, yada, yada, yada. I lost interest in this guy real fast. But this is the really cool part about you becoming aware of what am I saying and why am I saying it? What am I hoping will happen? Having self-awareness asking questions, leaning back, expressing your boundary, and always having the option to be warm. 
These are some great communication tools to practice with feminine energy. The goal is to drop down into your body and find out what you're feeling, not just what you're thinking. My thoughts with this particular man were, I just want to hang up the phone and get this over with. I'm going to hang up and I'm going to block his number immediately, right? That would work. But I also knew this man was in front of me for a reason. And in that moment, that's where I developed the script about hearing a man talk about something that's uncomfortable for you like an ex. You see, you can have a duality in what you're feeling. This is the great thing about feminine energy. You drop down to your body, you get clarity on what you're feeling, and it is such an authentic, honest expression of who you are. Men really find it irresistible. They really, really find it wonderfully irresistible and it enhances your relationship. So this last tip I'm going to leave you with is practicing going on a silent retreat. So our silent retreat is a great way to just reset the button on how you speak, when you speak, and why you're speaking. If you want to have a little silent retreat at home one weekend or even a long afternoon into evening, Whatever you can do, and this includes communicating on your phone via text messages, phone calls, things like this, a silent retreat is a great way to de-stress. If you ever have a weekend where you are able to take away some time and experience some great solitude just for yourself, try a silent retreat. You can have one in your home. Tell people in your life in advance, I'm going to really practice being silent this weekend or silent for the next 24 hours, whatever it may be. And just practice it. See what it feels like to go silent for several hours. And you don't talk to a pet. (laughs) You don't communicate via email. You don't communicate via text. You don't even talk to yourself out loud. You really get in touch with the mental chatter, how much you want to speak talk and why it's a wonderful lesson in self-awareness and really connecting to yourself and also some serious de-stressing. Now this is one of the things I really love about feminine energy is I used to suffer from panic attacks and a lot of bad anxiety. One of the reasons I was having this is because I always felt like I needed to be on. I needed to be on and speaking and having fun and making sure the conversation was going really great. I'm an ambivert. I'm an introvert and an extrovert. I have some extrovert qualities, but there's a lot of me that's an introvert. I like to be quiet. Um, My mom used to comment when I was a kid that I could just go quiet for so long. And I loved it. I loved it. I would just explore what I was thinking and noticing things and observing things and connecting the dots in my mind. It's a beautiful place to be with your inner girl. Just seeing where your mind takes you. And if your mind starts going down a dark path, how can you steer yourself back on a path that you do want to be on? And if you do go into a place of darker thoughts or thoughts that are uncomfortable or memories, what are you here to learn from that? What are you here to experience and visit from that situation? Because, you know, we aren't here to be happy all the time. We have to experience the full human uh, experience. So maybe there's something that you need to feel and experience and learn from and revisit. But then always, where do I want to set my GPS to get back? Now that's for you. 
That's for you to do with your own time exploring yourself. In your relationship, it's super fun to just see how things unfold. Just see where they go. Just see where the conversation takes you. You can readjust a little bit. If you get on a bad topic, you can set a boundary. You can let a person know, I feel really uncomfortable talking about this. You can always practice being warm. And especially if you're rebuilding with your guy, you do not have to talk about ways to fix the relationship. I cannot begin to express the wonderful improvements I've had in all of my relationships by not talking about how to fix them. Instead, live that relationship the way you want it. Live that relationship as if it is already fixed and this is how you want it to be. I promise you, you'll have a wonderful time with that person when you're just in the moment, having a good time instead of fixing it. All right, everyone. I hope this podcast has been really helpful for you. As always, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Adrienne Everhart, and visit me on my website. I have lots of programs in this podcast. I've mentioned Fem Tools for Dating. But I have three FEM programs that you can study at your own pace and learn so much knowledge about feminine energy mindset method. You can find me at my website, everheartcoaching.com. All right, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye.